Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am Ryan Walters, and this is Uncover Politics. It is my pleasure to have your company. You can now join the program on any platform of your choice at uncoverpolitics at anchor.fm slash rayon-walters. Uncover Politics on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Twitter at Walters Rayon, Facebook at Rayon Walters, Instagram at Walters.Rayon, and, and, Apple Addit. Wherever in the world you are tuning from, I am delighted to have your company. Please also remember to like, subscribe, and share your feedbacks. This podcast is committed to providing you with a new experience, better understanding, and a microscopic view of politics in every sense imaginable. We are going to be discussing the political upheavals, tensions, success and their failures, and their everyday impacts on our lives from Europe, North, Central and South America, Asia, Africa, and the Caribbean in just 10 minutes or less. Listeners, for this week's episode, we'll be looking at or for this episode rather, we'll be looking at the committee that was established to aid Barbados transition to a republic status. We'll be going to the easternly of all Caribbean islands, Barbados. Barbados has decided to press ahead with long-running plans to remove the Queen as head of state prompting speculation that that other Caribbean islands may follow suit in the wake of the Windrush scandal and the Black Lives Matter movement. Barbados said it intended to become a republic by November 2021. The move requires a two-thirds majority in parliament and there are no plans to have a referendum, something that is not required in the constitution but had been previously proposed. The Barbados Prime Minister, Mayor Amor Motley, a long-standing Republican, quoted a warning by the, Barbados, by the Caribbean sorry, Island Nation's first premier, Errol Borough, against loitering on colonial premises. In the throne speeds of 2020, the Governor General, Dam Sandra Mason, read Mayor's two-hour speech as the opening of, at the opening of Parliament, as the Queen does for the UK government in Britain. She said the time has come to fully leave our colonial past behind. Barbadians want a Barbadian head of state. Given the fact that this requires a two-state, a, a two-third majority of Parliament listeners, the mayor Motley administration, who Prime Minister Mia Moore Motley was a, is the first female Prime Minister of Barbados. She's very influential in the country, the Caribbean, and extension. She won a landslide victory in 2018, giving her party control of the 30 seats in the Barbados House of Assembly. Her party also won a 70%. Um, popular vote in that election. Therefore, she has a resounding mandate 
to take the country through this transition state. And so just a backdrop to Barbados listeners, it is a country that is situated in the Caribbean most easternly, very small island, and it obtained its independence from Britain in 1966, though the Queen remained its constitutional monarchy and head of state. Now, there are two prior committees that was commissioned to look at how the country can transition from a constitutional monarchy into a republic status in 1977 and 1994, respectively. And so this Republican Status Transition Advisory Committee, the RSTAC, is based on the blueprint that was done by those two prior committees. The cabinet has commissioned the committee to implement this status. The committee main purpose, listeners, is to look at the ceremonial role of the president, the status of the president as head of state, and as well as the legality surrounding the role of the president as the head of state. As it stands, Barbados who join Trinidad and Tobago, Dominica and Guyana, if it proceeds with its plan to become a republic, which without any doubt, the clock is running and Barbados is very much on its way to becoming a republic status by the Independence Day in November 2021. In the Caribbean, listeners, the Queen remains head of state for Antigua and Barbuda, the Bahamas, Barbados currently, Belize, Grenada, Jamaica, St. Kitts, St. Lucia, Nevis, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines. There has been speculation some countries are waiting for the succession to spark a debate. Now, this is very historic. Barbados has a lot to be proud of for this bold move that she has taken, not just for the country, but for its citizens, both the citizens living in Barbados and its diaspora. And I think that it should spark great debate among the other Caribbean countries that were former colonies of the British Empire to venture down this path. The question I ask, what does it profit a country that have obtained its independence from Britain and still have the monarch, the monarchy, has its head of state? What do you stand to lose if you do not move once and for all in totality from the ruins of your colonial past? These countries were under British colonialism for over 300 years. The British Empire exploited these countries mercilessly when they took millions of Africans from the coast of Africa across the Caribbean, the Atlantic rather, known as the Atlantic slave trade, and they established colonies in the Caribbean, cultivating mainly sugar cane for the enrichment of the United Kingdom. That colonial ruin, the Caribbean countries that are still a part of the British Empire, I believe the time has long passed for them to move 
from the ruins of their colonial past. And so Barbados really have a lot to be proud of. And they, there is really nothing much to gain. There is perhaps little or no attention given to these countries by the British Empire. Today, the voice of reparation mainly echo from the island's premier institution, the UWI vice-chancellor, who in his right, Professor Sir Hilary Beckles, is a champion of reparation. And I think the Caribbean Community CARICOM has tasked the UWI to be its voice for and center for the cause of reparation. And so we watch, we wait, and we wish the people and government of Barbados all the success as they transition completely from the ruins of its colonial past into the dawn of a republic where the president will once and for all not only be a Barbados native, but truly Barbados will have its native for the first time in history as its official head of state. And this is a sign that even though, even though it might be long, even though it took decades, persistence, and leaders who listen to their people, who are elected on the promises that they made, they ought to do so on the promises that the people gave to them. And I think that as we wait, will this spark greater debate in the other Caribbean countries? Will the other Caribbean countries that are still a part of the British monarchy in a constitutional manner, having the Governor-General as the Queen's representative, will they be forced to contend and confront this issue of their colonial ruins when Barbados will join three of her neighbors in removing the governor general, by extension the queen, have its head of state and appoint its president as its head of state. We will wait patiently for this to happen and we will give that update to you once it is made available. Thanks for listening. Those are my thoughts.